0: All right, what's up guys, how we doing? On this week's episode of the Nickel Up podcast, we have one of my friends from college on the episode. We got Jack Woodburn, AKA Woody. He's killing in the e-com space, specifically on Amazon. He's helping his students scale to tens of thousands of dollars a month selling high ticket items. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to like and subscribe and stay tuned. to another episode of the Nickel Up podcast. I have a longtime friend of mine uh, on the show today. Today we got Jack Woodburn, AKA Ecom Woody. Um, him and I went to Penn State together. Uh, neither of us are using our college degrees whatsoever right now. Um, Jack Woody is one of the biggest serial entrepreneurs that I know. I can't even count on one hand how many businesses I've seen him start and to be honest, they like also fell in, but now he's down in Miami, he's killing it and uh Wood, can I give you the floor and you can just kind of talk about um what you've been doing lately? We'll start there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, I appreciate it. Um yeah, I'm 25 years old, uh serial entrepreneur like he said, mainly in e-com. Uh that's where I got my big boom, Amazon. Um but yeah, it's been a journey, bro. It's been a journey sitting here and I know we were in college partying it up bro, but um I cut all that out of my life and just focused on business and you know, now making a hundred grand a month and chilling in Miami and I've learned a lot of lessons, so
0: dude that's awesome yeah. um i mean i remember when you first started your ecom business um you know i was like a senior at penn state or even a junior at penn state and you know i remember everybody was kind of like dude like, what the fuck's Woody doing here <laughs> i mean you're posting on snapchat trying to sell a course you know yeah. trying to push out everything and uh you know everyone was kind of like what's this kid doing but um you know clearly it's worked out now um like how did you decide that like Amazon and specifically Amazon FBA was the best way for you to go, um, to like make your money now? Cause that's obviously what you've had your success in.
1: Yeah. I mean, just taking it back, like I was in college studying IST, so I was learning some stuff, you know, how to build websites and apps and stuff like that. And there was a couple of businesses throughout there that I tried and was trying to sell the jewel cases and stuff like that. And then, um, basically I try to launch a clothing brand first on Shopify, uh, brand seven, 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 as you know, your dad's rocking it still. But, um, you know, I, I did okay, you know? Um, and then basically, you know, you see everything online, you know, you see my stuff or other people's stuff of people, the Shopify sales, the Amazon sales. And basically one day coming out of college, I was still working this shitty job and I bought an Amazon course myself. You know, I'm not gonna front on that. It was like 500 bucks and that's how I got started, you know, started selling products and then COVID came around throughout COVID was when I really, you know, found success with Amazon started scaling the store. I mean, I got to the point where I was doing like 4K a week in sales and I was like, I have something here, you know? Um, and that's kind of where it all started on the Amazon front. And then I haven't looked back since. What was your first job out of college again? processing loans for a mortgage company so I was bottom of the totem pole just all right kid process these 10 loans today you know just every day bro bottom of the totem pole bullshit job dude I think I was barely making a few grand a month you know what I mean like barely it was just so bull just bullshit bro (laughs) you know and that was my one and only job I've ever had official corporate job I did landscaping and shit in high school but you know Mm
0: mm-hmm So um, I remember, so you graduated, you know, May, 2020, like right in the heat of COVID. COVID had just started, the world was, you know, shut down. How long were you in that loan processing role before you realized that, you know, this isn't for me, I got to get out of here? Well,
1: it was like six months, but here's the thing. I was, while I had that uh, job, it was remote. So I was doing all the e-comm stuff on the side, even trying to still run the brand, you know, 777. And then I bought the course and then I started going. And I started promoting myself. That's when I really started everything, building the personal brand, going all in on Amazon. And then I, I left the job. You know, I, I only had a few grand saved up and I was like, I'm done, you know, and I was living with Rob at the time.
0: Still at Penn State?
1: No, no. I was down here in Miami.
0: Oh, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah,
1: we went to Miami Beach. I forgot that you guys lived down
0: here in Miami together. That was, that was one yeah. of the, I was just talking about that. That was one yeah, of the that that few times that time. I had been down here. Yeah. Yeah. You guys were in that, uh, that little like second floor with the balcony. I remember right across
1: from the beach, bro. So I
0: forgot about that. I forgot you used to be down here. Yeah. We went to Mr. Jones together.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Remember that? Yeah.
0: But, uh, no, that's, that's awesome. Um, and how long did you say you were in that role for?
1: Probably like, I don't know, four to six months or something. So
0: barely anything, like not even worth putting on a resume.
1: I mean, it's still on there, but yeah, I mean, I don't at, matter. Yeah, I had
0: a job that I worked for like two months after college. I didn't yeah. even put on a resume. So, so
1: here's one thing I'll say to everyone is like, I don't give a fuck about your resume, bro. It's what's your credit, how much cash you have in the bank and what the fuck have you built? You know what I mean? Like, that's all that people care about. Not a degree, not your resume, you know, truthfully you know, if you want to, whatever, go buy a house or a car, make an investment, like that's all people care about. How much fucking cash is in the bank? Do you have a good credit score? You know, (laughs) (laughs) it's not what fucking little job you did at some big company or whatever. None of that shit matters, you know?
0: Yeah. So obviously like, You know, like you're killing it now. Like you said, you know, now you get the credit, you get the money in the bank and you've built stuff, you know, like we were just talking about how a lot of people, they have great intentions to start businesses, but you know, that's all it really is, is the intention. So like, you know, whether, you know, it's you, you know, trying to get your first customer for your, you know, like your software business. We can talk about that in a little bit if you want, or, you know, selling your first course, posting your first clip of a podcast on something. It's all about just starting. And like you've started, you know, quite a quite a few businesses. Like what have been the lessons that you've learned throughout your multiple businesses you've started?
1: I mean, I just always tried, bro. I look around like no one's actually trying. Everyone's saying fairy tale bullshit, but where where's the evidence? Where's the first sale? Where's the first piece of merch made? Like where is it? Where's the website? Like, quit telling me about, you know, all these, (laughs) again, fairy tale dreams. It's like, you have to start. I think that's just, no matter what I did, bro, I always just took action and started. You know, I would try to sell you guys the course. I would try to sell him the course. Like, I was just starting, bro. You know what I mean? And, like, so many people try to make it perfect from the start. It's not how this shit works, you know?
0: Yeah, that's what you said. I mean, like, it's all about just starting. Um, and even if it's like a smaller business, you know, even if it's, you're just making a few bucks. Yeah. But like, t- like, tell me about like your jewel business. I mean, that was just something that you just like, yeah. started on the spur of the moment.
1: I, I don't know. I think that's where my creativity comes in because I'm a visionary. So I, I, again, I'm like those people that have the fairy tale dreams, but then I figure out how I can get it started. You know what I mean? And I just start to take action on it. So even that jewel idea was like, everyone was jeweling in college. So I was like, all right, let me 3d print cases for them and start selling them. So I met the kid at the library, became friends with him. He let me print them for free. And then I would sell them at parties. You know, they were colored 3d printed jewel cases. So, um, yeah, I made a couple of hundred bucks, <laughs> you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And cool. then you what, what was the,
2: what was like the mindset, uh, for you going from like, a college student selling jewel cases, you know, yeah. obviously like just like living the college lifestyle of partying smoking and stuff like that to now where you are, you know, without that stuff in your life and like very dialed in.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot more responsibility like we had zero responsibility. So that's why we were doing all that shit. But now I got bills. I got family members to ca- take care of my girlfriend. I got five grand a month in rent. I got. Team members, I'm paying out tens of thousands of dollars. I have fucking payroll. So there's just a lot more responsibility and that's why I don't divulge into this kind of stuff anymore. You know what I mean? You can't have both. Uh, Even though I want to take a sip of this, bro, (laughs) I might.
0: It's good, go ahead. It's crazy. It's
1: my first ever happy dad, so. Let's give a quick review. All right. The Nelk boys, Mm. which reminds me bro, I worked with the Nelk boys on an NFT project.
0: Along the,
1: uh, along the journey, along the journey, we kind of, we skipped a few parts, but you know, the, I actually, uh, I was during 2021, the NFT boom, right. And, um, basically my friend from high school had built this developing company and they learned about smart contracts and stuff. And they're like, we want to bring you on as a sales guy. Cause I started to bring, you know, building my personal brand stuff like that. And, um, <clears throat> I was like, "All right, I'll tell you that. What if I get you post Malone in the next two weeks?" And they're like, "Bro, shut the fuck up!" Like, because no, none of the celebrities were launching NFTs at the time. This was right at the beginning. They are like, "Bro, shut the fuck up! You're not getting post Malone in two weeks." I'm like, Just "Let me do my thing, right?" Two weeks later, I'm like, "I made this connection. We're on the table as one of the developing teams to launch an NFT project with the Milk Boys." Right. So I reached out to someone on Twitter. His name is Luca Nets. He's a big, big entrepreneur. He runs Pudgy Penguins now, but um, I built the connection. I middleman the deal, bro. Right. And we sold out, it was called Spooky Boys Country Club. We sold out 3 million in 10 minutes. In our dev side of things, we made a few hundred grand basically.
0: I remember, I feel um, like I, I don't know if I heard about that NFT project from you or just in general. Yeah. Um, I don't think I knew that you were a part of it, but I definitely. I
1: put the deal together, bro. <laughs> wow. Mm hmm. We um, would get on fucking Zoom calls with MTV Jesse and shit. It was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what is. That was when know? he was still with Nelk?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Have you seen like, what he's been doing now? Sunday. Yeah, and, yeah it was and Sunday.
1: Yeah, it's cool, man. It's cool. I mean, those guys made so much money; they can do whatever the fuck they want now. So, uh, we're, you know, we're gonna launch this brand now. Probably, <laughs> he's, he's chilling. You know, he's mm-hmm. probably not even trying to make money with it right now. You it was, know
0: what I mean? It's actually cool that you just mentioned uh, the Nelk Boys. Cause I think Harry's coming out right around the corner right now. But uh, Harry, Yo. come here. So, uh, Harry, hey. Harry, uh, hop, on. hop on. Hop on. We're uh, we're talking about your good friends, the uh, the Nelk Boys, right now.
3: Oh, man, my great friends. No, I'm t-
0: so, uh, Harry lives in Dallas.
3: I'm joking um, my good friends. I, no, no, they're good. I'm not saying I am enemies of them, but no, I don't, I don't know them. <laughs> t- tell them what, tell they them don't what know happened. Me, but, tell them what happened. Oh yeah, this Salim um, stayed at my house in, um. Harry lives in Dallas. He lives in Dallas. Oh, okay. He stayed at my house in Dallas when they were passing through and, uh, some shit happened. Like a laptop was broken by accident and they left, but they were supposed to stay for like two days and, uh, him and cousin were there. Have you met them? No, no. Wow.
0: We were just talking about um, what he worked with a few of them on an NFT project. So
3: yeah. it was cool for him. Oh, you worked with a few
1: of them? Yeah, I worked with M T V Jesse and a couple of those guys. Oh, okay
3: on Sunday
1: no not on sunday this was this was nft era bro so they launched this this project this is before sunday oh yeah yeah it's called spooky boys country club
3: (laughs) so are you like an nft kid
1: no 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 i just i got involved in that industry at a certain point in time in 2021 and yeah i made a lot of money off of that project and a lot of money in crypto in general Did
3: did you rug anybody
1: no no and then we we, we were at the top of the market, bro. ETH was four grand yeah. a coin or whatever. And my dumb ass was like, okay, I'm going to fucking launch a project. So yeah. I tried to launch my own project called, yeah, I'm not even going to get into it, but I tried to launch my own project and it flopped. I lost like several hundred thousand in 30 days. No way. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Holy that was, fuck. that was you one got like the, a Twitter. You got like a discord going everything. We had like 4,000 people in the discord, bro. No I way. Spent what happened did
3: did the did the pre-sale like did the sale flop or
1: something we could we ran out of money bro i i I physically ran out of money two years ago trying to launch this project bro
3: it would have worked though if you had more money you think
1: yeah yeah and we were also at the top of the market so this is literally uh what is this february of what 2022 or something like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that long. Ago, so did it actually you know?
3: launch or no? No,
1: we could we couldn't even launch it, bro. Why? We,
3: because because you didn't have like the just the money to launch it.
1: Exactly. Wow. <laughs> but we spent all the money on marketing, and then we didn't even have any money on the back end to actually launch it. And The marketing flopped and everything. Like it, it wasn't gonna work, bro. I had to I had to quit it. You know what I mean? Wow. Well, and everyone was trying to launch their own project at the same time, so it was over, bro. Like, so,
3: yeah, I got scammed on a few. Yeah. So I guess like this
0: is kind of like a two part question. So um, like the NFT field was yeah. obviously like very um, diluted at that point. Yeah. Everybody was releasing a project. There was a new shit coin, you know, every single day. Yeah. Um, but it kind of seems like the um, Amazon, you know, everybody's trying yeah. to sell on there too. So I mean, just from my perspective, it seems kind of diluted. And then, you know, like the, the one business, if you want to call it a failure, you know, with the NFT project, it ran out of money. Do you think that's kind of like a reason why people should give Amazon FBA like a chance because of the relatively low barrier to entry?
1: Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like throughout that time, the Amazon business was still going. Well, I kind of stopped for a little bit trying to do all this. And then I I had that shiny object syndrome. I'm like, bro, I'm going back to everything that I know. And then I scaled my store back up throughout all of that year and then scaled my program up and everything. And like, that's why I'm here today. You know what I mean? Um, it's not necessarily a low barrier to entry. It's just something that works. Like you, you might think it's saturated, bro, but I have students coming in and two weeks later, they're like, yeah, I made 10 grand in sales already. So what what are you, what are
3: you selling on Amazon?
1: Everything brand name products. So it's mostly online arbitrage. Yeah. So anything, you find like a trending
3: product type B and then you.
1: Not, it doesn't even have to be trending, bro. Just best selling. Best you know selling. I mean? It could be Samsung TVs. It could be uh, Fiji water bottles. It could be Nike socks, bro. My students sell like these socks all the time and just make like five, ten bucks profit. A you per, per, I mean? do but you have to actually selling. have the.
3: Do you have to have the, actually have the the thing? The yeah, the inventory.
1: You have to buy you the You have inventory. to have inventory. Yeah. So where do
3: you store inventory?
1: So you can do it two ways. At home FBM, which is fulfilled by merchant yourself. Yeah. Or number two, you can ship it into Amazon FBA. And is that, then is that what you do? they take care of everything. Yeah, yeah. It's probably way easier. So, but it's, but at the beginning the beginners like my students right we want them to do at home fbm so they might buy 10 units of socks and then just ship them out themselves as they get sales you oh know what 10 I mean?
3: yeah that's pretty that's that's low cost low barrier yeah entry. yeah okay
1: yeah that's how you get your foot in the door and then that's how you get ungated in these uh brands so where well. do you li-
3: do you live like in one of these like Fucking high rises. Yeah, yeah I got a penthouse. Oh, That's you got cool. like you got
1: a penthouse, two story penthouse. No way, yeah. two story. Yeah, it's dope.
3: What, what, what kind? What of car? Do you have a nice car too? So he,
1: here's the thing: the one thing I don't have is a car, even though I love them, because essentially we only have one parking spot at the crib. My girl works a job; she's a teacher, so okay. she has to drive to school every day, and um, she just has a jeep. Okay, so I'm oh. chilling, bro. I I work for my fucking. You know penthouse every day i got no no car no no debt so you no sell insurance. but are you
3: selling like a course is yeah yeah I have, I have a so program so do you think it's like um like I, I feel like a lot of people have courses now like, yeah. do you think it's like a scam that our course is like scams
1: i don't think so bro because no. i've changed so many people's lives i've i brought a kid in last year he's 24 i got him from zero to doing 150 grand a month in revenue oh, oh yeah that's great so you can think it's a scam. No, I don't want. think it's a scam. No. I just think,
3: I, I think a lot of people have courses, but if, if you're actually bringing value and you can show that, like that you yep.
1: actually, that you're like changing. People the, the, the product speaks it, At the itself. end of the day,
3: it all it all comes down to what the person wants to do. Like you can take the horse to water, right? Yeah, you yep. can
1: make a drink, right? I mean, we have two full-time coaches. We hold people accountable. We have 24 seven support. Wow. Bro, I've invested hundreds of thousands of dollars into other people's courses, programs, Damn. masterminds. So I know what it fucking takes. How many people you know are in your mean? Discord? Uh, about three hundred. I've had about three hundred students. Wow.
3: Yeah. So it's a so it's a monthly thing.
1: Like, uh, it's an upfront fee, and then on the back end, if you want to stay a part of our group, you have to pay. Yeah.
3: Oh, Okay, so so uh, you can either choose an upfront fee, or you can do a monthly. Both. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So yeah, okay, you good.
0: So I guess it's like, you know, it's not, it's not a scam. The courses, but like, there's yeah. definitely like yours, obviously, isn't a scam. Well, and and but I've
1: actually built an Amazon business too. So that's you know, what I was gonna mul- multiple to seven figures in sales, not profit. I'm not gonna sit here and lie, but like, I've done seven figures in revenue myself on fucking Amazon. You know, my store is doing a hundred grand a month. You know what I mean? again Your best not store profit Amazon? yeah again not profit so maybe I'm clearing 15 20 a month in profit um and then yeah we have the mentorship you know and it makes me really good money bro you know what I mean but i'm also changing people's lives i have a whole team now that i'm paying payroll and everything like it's not just some bullshit course you know what i mean like we we don't even like to call it a course it's a mentorship it's a program it's a it's a platform you know
0: how do you like, so how do you make your mentorship program stand out from other courses? Um, you said that you've invested hundreds, hundreds yeah. of thousands of dollars into, um, you know, different courses, other people yeah. to learn from other people. What do you think like makes certain courses stand out and be more successful than others?
1: <clears throat> One, I, I've done it. And then number two is the level of support that we have. So we have like a 24 seven, one-on-one support system which that's what people need, accountability. Like if you just pay a couple grand for a course and there's none of the back end of getting the support, getting the accountability, you're not gonna do anything. Right, but that's why we introduced all that stuff, the support system, the coaching calls. I mean, that's really what it is, bro. It's making people do it. You know, that's how, and getting people results yeah. early, that's what we're focused on. So we want you to get results super early. You know,
0: at what point do you think that, um, like, let's say one of your students, you know, goes out, starts making money on Amazon. At what point do you think that that student is like morally allowed to start, you know, start his own mentorship group? You know, like, what does somebody have to do to kind of have the have the resume to, you know, go out there and sell, build their personal brand and put out a product that they can stand behind?
1: It's a good question. I just think it's all based on if you can get people results or not. So look, if you start an Amazon store and get it to 10k a month, you can sell a program on how to get someone to 10k a month in theory. You know what I mean? Because you fucking did it, right? If Mm -hmm. you have that proof that you can do it, but you can't say, no, I'm going to take you to 100k a month because you haven't been there yet. So that's that's what I think, but I think a good year or two of doing it, you know what I mean? So you, but,
0: so you think it's all about like transparency as long as you're clear well, with yeah. the-
1: Well, yeah, you know what I mean? Like if you're trying to sell an Airbnb course and you're only doing five grand a month on Airbnb, that's fine, it, it better not be a $10,000 mentorship. It might only be a couple hundred bucks mini course saying, hey, this is how to land your first Airbnb deal. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's all about where you can it's all get about portions. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You know, and I've gotten someone to 150K a month in revenue on Amazon before. So, did yeah, that student? I can charge a lot of money to teach people how to get there. You know what I mean?
0: Have you had any students surpass you in like monthly revenue yet?
1: Uh, Yeah, that one kid did. Yeah. He did. yeah. How, how do
0: you feel about that? Is it bittersweet or is it like, are you purely proud?
1: I'm proud, bro. I never thought in a million years that like, you know p- people are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to fucking college not learn how to make a single dollar and this dude paid me a few grand and a few months later he's doing 150k a month like bro it's it's just i never thought I, so it, it even shocked me bro you know
0: talk about luke belmar for a sec you went um, yeah. on a pretty cool trip with him didn't you
1: yeah yeah he uh he ran capital club mastermind this summer so he runs an event once a year and um Honestly, he, he really got me started in all this. So I'll never forget. I was living on Miami beach in my car and I got on a live with him. I requested to join bro. He's like, how much money do you have in your bank account? And I was like 5k and probably just started shaking his head. It's like you mother, you're fucking nothing. You're a fucking pussy yeah. all shit. Like, I mean, he didn't say it like that, but he's like, bro, I see the potential in you, but 5k ain't enough, you know what I mean? Like you got to start building now and like, you know, don't worry about crypto and all that shit. And it was a really good lesson for me on that call. And I screenshotted it and everything. I've talked to him ever since. I met him once in person before the event down in Miami. Um, And then we went out there, bro. It was like the best 15 grand I've ever spent probably.
0: So did you have to pay 15 K to attend that mastermind or was that just the travel cost? No, it was
1: 15 K for the mastermind and then you had to get your own flights and everything, but they had it at a hotel in Cartagena, bro. It was the top like hundred guys online basically. You know what I mean? Like, and then the speakers there. So Gary Bracco was there with 10X health. There was a guy, his name was Andrew Lee, no social media, nothing. He bought hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of Bitcoin sub one dollar. Yes, he's a Bitcoin billionaire. He was there. The guy who invented the Facebook pixel was also there. His name's Mark Joyner. I've heard um, of. yeah, bro, there was some heavy oh, and then guess what I met fucking Ephraim, Darvoli. From the arms uh, dealer, yeah. War, the war dogs? war dogs, yeah. Dude, that's wicked we could I fucking partied with him in Spain at the event. We we're doing <laughs> three lemon drop shots, bro. It was crazy. That's, that's how he does it in war dogs. <laughs> the joke went right war over God, your head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No the joke went right bro, over your I head. I have this selfie with him. So it was the last night of the event, and everyone was saying, Yo, I, th- I think he's here. I think he's here. He's a little bigger, whatever. I didn't see him the whole time. And then the last night, I'm at the bar. We're all fucking partying. We're doing huge trays of lemon drop shots. I'm talking as big as this table, bro. Right? Just bring them out. Bring them out. We were tipping the bartender. Ripping lemon drop shots. And then fucking Ephraim comes in. He's fucking singing, you know, hitting me, stuff like that. And he goes, have you ever seen the movie War Dogs? I'm like, yeah. He's like. He just pointed to himself, and I was like, No fucking way, bro. It's hard just taking selfies with him and shit. We partied the rest of the night. It was it was a good time. And he gave me his number, too. He lives on Miami Beach.
0: Did you uh, like take any? In- How much inspiration can you take from a guy like that? Because you guys are kind of in similar industries. You know, you buy, you, you do arbitrage. Yeah yeah um I mean, can you what take he any <laughs>
1: what? i mean bro he gave me zero business advice like we <laughs> were just fucking partying dude like he did not give a fuck but he was at the event you know um yeah that's what i gotta say about him he's i'm sure there's a lot to learn from him but he didn't want to talk about it you mm-hmm.
0: know do you um <laughs> I kind of completely unrelated, but, um, like before you came over here, you said that y'all oh, gonna get in a lift real quick. Yeah, And then you know, I always see you in the gym. Do you think that, you know, staying mentally or staying physically fit, like helps you in your businesses?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a hundred percent necessary. You know what I mean? And that's something that Luke taught me too. And that he's teaching all of us. It's bro, like wealth does not just have to do with money in the bank. You know what I mean? It's, how fit are you how in shape are you how healthy are you right combined with that that's wealth you know what i mean so i don't try to overcomplicate. It. it's just like when you look in your fridge bro or your pantry or whatever like if anything looks colorful these wrappers bro whole foods eat fucking grass-fed grass-finished beef eat organic fruit and vegetables or you're and then you're fine what you percentage know?
0: of your meals are you cooking versus making So I I do eating out,
1: that's a good question. I eat out a couple times a week, maybe, you know, Um, and then I just actually got started with meal prep. Uh, That's just company. They cook all organic stuff, but they just deliver it once a week. So I have my lunches and then I'll just make myself eggs in the morning, you know, Uh, free range, all the bullshit, you know, no soy, all that. So I just make myself eggs, have a half of an avocado, you know make myself an espresso and i'm chilling you know so i guess you should
0: let's uh just recap okay yeah, yeah, so yeah. you're a, you know like talk about like how honestly, did you honestly
1: it's not my favorite by the way the happy dad mm. i thought it'd be better bro to i don't honest, love them either
0: good. i don't really love any uh any seltzers
1: well i but. feel like people just they come on the pods and they'll drink the happy dad and mm-hmm. they're like oh bro it's pretty good i'm like Bro, glazing, this is like, glazing the Nelk boys over here. Yeah, uh, bro, I'm like, uh, I don't know about this.
0: We refused to give them any credit.
1: We were, uh, <laughs> uh
0: we had an opportunity to work with them at one point and then it really? kind, of, kind of fell through. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're, uh.
1: That's business, bro. It's business, the way it, the world works. You know, business uh, moves fast as fuck and mm-hmm. so does money.
0: Especially for such a big company like that because you see Nelk and you think they're YouTubers, but they're yeah. really, they're so corporate. I mean, yeah. like, they got bro. so much going on.
1: Fast. Deals move fast. You know, camera guy, nope, you're done. Other guys, you know, mm-hmm. fast, bro. You know? What
2: Um, where do you see, like, you know, your business and everything going? You kind of told your story, but oh, yeah, forward.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I want to keep building my personal brand. I don't even think I've even gotten started there, bro, which is crazy to say, because I feel like a lot of people kind of are starting to, like, they're seeing me with Belmar and stuff. So, it's like, you get that effect, bro, I'm telling you. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like people are starting to understand my brand more, but I got to keep fucking going, dude. You know what I mean? I want to start posting on YouTube more and I want to get into more higher level business. Like the Amazon stuff's great, but bro, I've learned way more than just Amazon. Marketing, sales, fulfillment, teams, payroll, finances, investments, crypto. I mean, I'm I'm starting to become really well-rounded now. And now I'm getting into software too. so. That's kind of, I want to get to that next level where it's just, it's Jack Woodburn, you know? And when you search that in Google, everything comes up, you know? Not just, okay, the kid that sells an Amazon course. No more Woody? Uh, We'll see, you know what I mean? Uh, We'll see, we'll see. But you got to think, like, Grant Cardone, Ty Lopez. Like, that's, you know, that's where my head starts to go, like, 10 years from now. Like, that's where I want to be, you know what I mean?
2: Mm -hmm. What are, like, the next... I would just say, like, tangible steps to get there.
1: I mean, I just got to keep posting, bro. I got to keep building my brand. And then um, maybe if I exit this software company in a couple years, I mean, that'll really help. (laughs) I mean, I know that the (laughs) software
0: company is brand new, but do you want to, like, provide any insight on on what you're doing right now?
1: Yeah. So it's a data tracking company. It's called Keepify. Um, It tracks the... KPIs of an online business. So whether it's a service-based business, a high ticket business, coaching business. So it tracks everything, your ad spend, your commission, your sales team's metrics, all your financials, your accounts receivable. And uh, then we have AI elements that we're introducing into it where you can punch in, hey, I want to do a hundred grand a month in my business. It'll tell you exactly what you need to do down to the day. You need to spend this much a day in ads you need to book this many calls close this many deals right so you'll be able to actually communicate with the ai and then eventually we're going to have the ai track the sales team's day so how many dials did they make how many calls did they take and we're going to build a bot that'll plug into all that right so plug into crms plug into zoom whatever to be able to actually track the sales team's day so That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's exciting. We have a few guys on it right now. It seem like they like it, but we're still a long ways to go, you know?
0: Yeah, you said you get five customers right now. How how are you gonna like 10, 100x, 1,000x that?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, organically to start. So my network now, all these guys that I know are like me. They're gonna use it. So I'm gonna organically sell it up to a few hundred users probably, Mm -hmm. to be honest with you. That's already close to 100 grand a month, Mm -hmm. MRR, you know? Then we can start running ads. Marketing and you'll
2: have a ton of case studies too, then. Yeah, homies will
1: referrals, everything. Like, I'm coming in a place now where I'm not struggling for cash or anything. Like, I can take my time building it the right way and building the right team. Like, we're not just trying to run and gun this thing, you know. We want to build like a long term product for people, and you know, a couple years from now like, I don't know if you guys know Alex Becker, he mm-hmm. sold Hyros. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's a very similar type of software. Niche, I was thinking kind of, of that when you were telling me. Yeah. So bro, his software was like a thousand bucks a month, which is more high ticket than How mine. How
2: much did he sell that for again?
1: Yeah, I'll Hi-Rose. get to it bro. So a thousand bucks, he had 1200 users on it. So they were doing 1.2 yeah. mil a month. He sold it for a hundred million. Yeah. I think it was 115. He fucking... So, an extra 15 M's in the bank. Covers Uh, the taxes. (laughs) He's got
2: such an interesting journey with, like, you know, starting with, like, filming those YouTube videos with the Lambo and the Ferrari in the background, then turning his apartment into, like, nothing, and then selling high for 150 mil. So, so
1: here's the thing, bro. Think about this, and anyone who's watching, it only took him 1,200 people to make nine figures. Think about that. Twelve hundred people on a world of eight point six billion. It only took him twelve hundred people paying him a thousand bucks a month to sell his company for a hundred million dollars.
0: That's honestly pretty crazy to to think of. Like, so, you
1: know. bro, if I get my software up to a few hundred users, like, you start to see like how tangible mm-hmm. it is. Like, especially with software, the multiples are insane. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, what is that one point two times twelve? Like Fifteen mil. No. Fifteen, and what was the multiple on that to get to a hundred? Like S- eight? seven or eight, something yeah. like that. That's all it was, bro. And then boom, money's wired into the account. You That's know? Wild. It like, doesn't happen no, that it's not easy, as simple guys. As that, it's, that. It does not happen that easy. But just think, he only had 1,200 people paying him 1000 bucks a month to make yeah. nine figures. I know I keep going back to it, but it's like people try to... It's so tangible, bro. Mm. You know what I mean?
2: I asked Ben Bader this uh, when we had him on. Okay. But, you know... I I was I've been close to him for a couple of years and I kind of know his journey, but it seems like it's similar for you. What do you tell that kid who's at Penn State starting all these businesses going on snap trying to just hustle? And that's that's a little bit lost, but has the drive. What do you tell that kid right now?
1: It's all going to work out. You know what I mean, brother? There was so many times my back was against the wall. I went broke. I failed it's going to work out, bro. You just got to keep going no matter what, you know what I mean? I think that's just the message and, um, just take massive action. You know what I mean? Ah, bro. It just fucking pisses me off of people that want to get into business and shit. Cause, cause I was never like that. Fortunately, I don't know why, bro, but I always fucking took action. I always bought the course. I always tried to figure out the automation or build the website. Like I just, bro, constantly, I still do it to this day, bro. Last night I was up until one in the morning doing zaps and stuff for my business. Like it never fucking stops. You know what I mean. So you just gotta recognize that and just get started. Get your first customer. Get your second customer. Get your third motherfucker, and don't stop for like three. So you years. have twelve hundred, and you yeah, can exit your business exactly. for one hundred fifty million. Exactly, bro. Like, ah, uh, but anyways. That's great.
0: Um, what, do you, like, what do you tell your parents because or like, what, do they, what did they think about yeah. it in the beginning because oh, yeah. you know like you know a lot of our friends a lot of our mutual friends we come from you know like good families they sent us to school they made sure we yeah. went to school growing up our entire lives you know you, you graduate high school you go to college there's there's no there's no choice so when you're not really using that degree that they paid $150,000 for <laughs> um, you know what did they think at first?
1: I mean when i told them i was super scared to tell them that i quit my job i didn't tell them for like two months bro and i wrote them letters (laughs) i wrote them fucking long ass letters explaining everything and my my plan and and all this shit. and then i was so nervous for it and they're like okay you know they were like we'll support you you know so i feel like a lot of people get scared about bringing that kind of stuff up of oh i quit my job or i'm trying to start this business but um now they're just proud of me and they they I think they know because I know, too, I haven't made it, bro. I'm nowhere near of, like making Do you the, ha- do you
0: have like a because we, we actually talked about this, you know. Yeah. Not not comparing everything to Ben Bader. It just we did yeah, you guys are in the same industry. Yeah we did his yesterday. He said that, you know, he's never gonna feel like he made it. Because yeah. like, you know, growing up, his dream was always have a Rolex, bought that, he wears it, looks at it, checks yeah. the time, that's all it does. You know, he just bought yeah. a Porsche nine eleven, whatever. Yep. He enjoy- <laughs> he enjoys driving it, but yeah, like yeah. at the end of the day it only gets him from point A to point B. So yep. do you have like a like a milestone that in your head would allow you to say hey mom and dad i made it or do you think that you just being a serial entrepreneur you're always going to want a 10x when i
1: when i tell them yeah i I made it and guess what you did too bro giving my parents millions of dollars paying off all their bullshit when that's when i'll know i made it bro when i can just give my mom a million bucks tomorrow that's that's when i know i've made it you know what i mean me myself yeah i'll always want to keep going and stuff but I can give my mom a million bucks, give my dad a million bucks, retire them. I think that's kind of the ultimate thing for me. You know what I mean? But I think eight figures liquid gets me there, you know? Yeah, 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 keep no, thank you for hopping on. No, um, I appreciate you know, it. Know, we try to keep yeah, it yeah, professional. To to it yeah, no, nah, it's better. Yeah.